are live, and we got another special guest in the FIFA Kabbalah podcast. And he is a Twitch FIFA streamer. He also streams other games as well. And he's our first guest from an island in Portugal. Oh my goodness. Fubu87, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. So proud to be here. I'm going to say it's uh, the highlight of my FIFA career is being at your podcast. Oh my goodness. So, <laughs> thank oh my you so gosh. much for being here. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, I met you. Uh, I knew about you through FIFA College. Charlton did an interview along uh, like yes. two weeks ago, if I'm not mistaken. A great yes. interview, by the way. Really loved it. Uh, yeah, and he told me, hey, I, I know this guy. Give him a follow. He, he likes to do a podcast. And like, yeah, I would love to join. I would love. I, I love talking about myself. I love talking about FIFA. Maybe we can talk about you as well. Uh, and uh, yeah, I just have to say thank you for the invite and let's try to make some magic here. Yes, let's make the magic happen. Thank you so much for coming through. This is fantastic. We're going to have a good time. You know, we usually go an hour, as you already know, and it's going to yes, be a lot of fun. It's because it's just breeze by, man. Uh, look, the way I talk, I think you'll need two or three hours because I don't shut up. So. Oh, okay. That's even better. Oh, that makes it okay. even better. Well... Where can people find you? Where can people find your Twitch and social media? Okay, so I am basically Fubu87, everybody you can find, except TikTok. I don't know why. There's already a guy called Fubu87 on TikTok. Uh, so I was like, nah, I'm not going to try and change all of my brand just because of TikTok. So basically, I am Fubu87 on Instagram, uh, Twitter, uh, Twitch, um, uh, Facebook, but I don't use Facebook that much. I, I don't, I don't like, I think Facebook from what it was at the beginning, what it is now, I don't like how, I think it became a little bit uh, toxic. I don't know. I don't, I don't like what, I don't like what, what, uh, what Facebook is doing. So I don't work much there. I did, I did open the page there. I was going to try and stream there as well, but uh, because I had um, one of my uh, Twitch friends, who was saying that, uh, oh, Facebook is great to stream, and I was going to set an account. But my mod, Leah, she told me, so uh, I don't think that's a good idea because you already built such a good community on your channel. Uh, if you leave, you'll have to start from zero, and it's going to be like you're abandoning some of the people that you already built. And I was like, that's why you're my mod. That's why you see uh, the bigger picture. Uh, so I decided, even despite the fact that I opened on Facebook, I was like, okay, I'm just going to, might use that, which I'll be honest, I'll use Facebook this time to promote your podcast for the, the interview. Uh, I'll use that, but I don't go too much on Facebook. So if you really want to catch up with me, it's really on uh, Instagram, like off stream times. It's really on Instagram, on Twitter, um, yeah, this basically, and I always, always try to reply. Sometimes I reply, reply a little bit later. Sometimes I reply immediately. It depends how busy I am. But yeah, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and uh, Twitch. That's where you'll find me the most. Fantastic. And we'll leave the links of the description below so you guys can Thank check you. them out. So, how have the streams and the FIFA been for you lately? Awesome. I have to say it's been awesome. And again, it's 
mostly because of FIFA College. Uh, right before, uh, as you'll understand, I have tremendous respect for the man. Uh, he helped me a lot. Uh, I'll gonna, despite the fact like I'm being very chatty and that I'm easy to chat with, I have the, this very, very big gap, which is I'm really uh, no good at networking. And what I mean I'm no good at networking is I don't like to bother people. <laughs> I literally don't like, I don't know what people, I'd rather people come to me, not because I feel important, but I'd rather they come to me because I don't want to be uh, in their lives in the sense, I don't want to bother their lives because I don't know how busy they are. And Charlton is one of those people that comes to me, like he shows that he wants to be in my life as a friend. Um, and, he's, and he introduces me to people. And he met me, he introduced me to a, a group which we called the, our um, esports team. Uh, and he introduced me to a lot of people. Uh, and I started uh, like promoting, hey guys, I'm going to be at the stream. And the guys show up to watch me play, to, they show up to uh, hear my songs in my playlists, which sometimes they are very, very good. Uh, and they come to me, I give all of me to them, which basically is what's what I do in my community. I give all of myself to all of them. Uh, and like I always say, my streams are only as good as my community because if I'm in a stream with one or two people, I'm just literally like this. Mm, yeah, play, play, play. But if people start showing up, I start like, I start making jokes. I'm more active. The other day I was playing, <laughs> the other day I was playing Food Champs. First came on Food Champs and my mod leash was with me here. Because uh, she came here to make a visit because she's uh, from the same island as me. And she brought her dog. She got this crazy Yorkshire dog. And I was playing FIFA while the dog was licking my face and everyone was going on, on stream. On the stream, they were going crazy with the, with the dog, which was really fun. So, again, going back to the initial question, uh, thanks to Charlton my, uh, and introducing me to a lot of people, my streams have been with FIFA, have been very, very good. From YouTube, a lot of people have been coming from YouTube uh, because they like some of my my content, which on YouTube, I try to uh, make stuff like investments. Right this, this moment before we did the, we started this, I did the marking matchup predictions and investment tips. But uh, yeah, replying, yeah, streams are going really well thanks to Charlton and the people introduced me and they introduce other people to come to the stream. It's, it's a, that snowball effect. So, yeah, everything's going well. That's terrific. And shout out to FIFA College uh, for making this happen. He connected us yeah. as well. And that's true. That's even true. when he, before he came on our podcast, he he messaged me and he said he liked our podcast and wanted to be part of it. And uh, we made it happen after communicating for a little bit. So, um, but you're definitely right. There is a networking aspect to this. Where we could definitely create like this FIFA streaming community amongst the content creators, which is awesome. And for me personally, even through this podcast, it has allowed me to network with people and meet amazing people across the globe. And yeah, I think the way it works, it's like life itself, one step at a time. You start. Let's say you start with me. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you now, it's not because we're on, on the podcast. I'm going to 
tell people uh, at least one or two very nice streamers that uh, I like uh, and YouTube content creators. I'm going to talk to them about you and I'm going to say that uh, probably come here. One of them is Fearless Friend. He used to be a mod for Castro at least a long time ago. There's uh, Flying Banana. He's very good. Uh, there's also Foot Icon. He doesn't stream, but he, he does a lot of um, FIFA content on, on Twitter. Uh, and I'm definitely going to talk to them about, uh, about you because uh, I think they would be perfect. From what I saw on your, uh, on your channel, I think they would be perfect for you and I think they would be very happy. And like I said, step by step, you start with me, uh, maybe there's a, I know a bigger streamer, then you go with him, maybe you go another step, and maybe at the end you're going to be, I don't know, talking with the fences and double A9 skills and uh, all those great guys that produce great content. So that's what I wish for you. That's what I wish for you. Fubu, I really appreciate it, man. That's that's awesome. Um, I know, yeah, just even FIFA College doing that to you, me connecting um, me to you and making this all possible and you having this desire to help me as well to get more guests i mean that's that's awesome it makes my job easier and it you know encourages me to continue to do this podcast so that's amazing you have to in again this is the way i take my life uh i get happy with other people's success i don't want i don't want people to have success because they screwed me over that i don't want no, right. But I want people to have uh, success uh, with my help. I don't need them to then shout out, "Oh, Fubu did this for me." No, I did. Look, enjoy your thing. Enjoy your thing. I'm one of those people that, but since I was young, when things are great with someone, I'm like, I'm chill. I'm I'm here. I'm chill. But if that problem is, it is that people, that person is having some type of problem, I'm the first guy to go, "Hey, you need some help?" Like happy times, I let you chill. Bad times, you can count on me to be there. That's the type of person that I try to be. Sometimes I don't manage because, you know, I'm busy with my life as well. But that's how I think the world should work. And I think if the world worked like that, we would live in a better, more friendlier world. That's at least how I think. I 100% agree with that. And, you know, I really like the mentality the mindset you have in having this desire to help people and help others succeed you know you know when you do that not only do you help others succeed but you probably succeed as well and at the end of the day it's all about just helping one another and just you know going through this life you know i think i think there's um there's more than enough resources in the world for everyone that's I think uh, I can have you and I can have the same uh, the same viewers. We can have the same community. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think we can share everything. It doesn't have to be greed. All for me, all for me. I don't think it should be like that. I don't think um, we can share. We can share as as long no one is backstabbing anyone, which that's the worst part. As long as no one is backstabbing anyone, I think there's everything for everyone, and everyone can have success. Yes, definitely. I wish more people had that kind of mentality like you do and have that desire to just be willing to share in that way to help others succeed. Um, Because, you know, to get to where you want to do, to get to your goals, you need need people around you. You need good people that are willing to support you. So uh, having that kind of support is just 
This is amazing. And can I? Uh, this is one of the first lessons that I learned when uh, I started working, even before I started working. So uh, I work in a hotel, and it was a friend of my dad's that got me the job, which works like that a lot in Portugal, to be honest. Uh, and when I went to, to start, when I started working, like, I don't know if it was before, but I remember the conversation and he told me something. I was at the, at the bar with him and my dad and he looks at me and he goes like, uh, my name is Fabio, by the way. He goes like, Fabio, tell me, what's the difference between greed and ambition? And I was a kid. I was like 26, something like that. I was 26, I think. Uh, I, I considered myself a kid because the mentality is different from 20 years ago. I, I, I was a kid and he, he, I was like, I don't know, sir. They're, they seem like synonyms to me. They're like the same thing. And he goes, wrong. Greed is when, when you want to reach the top by all means. Ambition is when you want to get to the top by your own means, that you work hard, that you help people. Because if you get to the top with greed, someone's going to cut your legs and you're going to fall really fast. If you go to the top with ambition, people are going to help you maintain your place at the top. So I, I think we shouldn't be greedy, like I was saying, all for me. We shouldn't be greedy. We should be ambitious to reach the top. And again, we try to help each other because it's not only for us. We show ambition on being the best. I, I say everyone, I, I wish I could be a top tier streamer. I hope I get there one day, but I don't go like, you watch me, you don't watch him, you only watch me. No, no, go watch FIFA College, go watch Fearless Friend, go watch Flying Banana. They're all great people. They're all great people. They will, they, they will enjoy your presence. Uh, and if they grow faster than me, okay, as long as they're happy, as long as they're happy, as long they're they're having fun, I don't mind that, like I mentioned before. <laughs> so yeah, that's small start. I kind of have all these little bits from my personal life that I try to apply on the on well on content creating and streaming. Yeah, that's great. That's great, and thanks for sharing the difference between greed and ambition. But it kind of makes sense that uh, you're such a giving and helping guy. I mean, you work in like a customer service type of field in the hotel business, so yeah, it, it shows. True. It shows just talking to you for these uh, past couple minutes. Uh, no, no, it is. It's you not know, working. Um, I have a work front desk, basically. Like I mentioned before, I'm doing a graveyard shift, but we do that a lot of people. Like today, I had a, a, a group of Americans actually, and they they left very early, so I had a lot of contact with, with guests. Uh, this is the first hotel where I'm doing 100% on graveyard shift. The other hotels are used to the morning and afternoon. And since the start, like I talk to people, I help them because uh, when someone arrives at um, at Madeira. Most of them, like 90% of them or 80% of them, they don't know the island. They depend on the front desk people to give them the best spots to go, the best uh, restaurants to go. So they don't feel cheated, you know? Uh, so it becomes our nature as Madeirans. And just so you have an idea, Madeira, when it started as a first uh, as a, uh, touristic destination, 
many, 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 many years ago. We used to be an hospitality destination, uh, as in hospital. People would come from the UK to breathe the air of Madeira to cure their lung problems, like centuries ago. Uh, so we started like that, and it became, let's say, it passed from a job uh, being friendly and caring. It stopped from being a job, and it went to the culture of the island. So I guarantee you, there. Hey, there's a bad apple everywhere. I'm not going to say we're 100%, 100%. But I'm telling you that when you come to Madeira, when people try to help you, they are being 100% genuine. They're trying to be very, very helpful. And when I started working, uh, my good nature from, from my personality comes to my job. And uh, yeah, we try... Um, we try to help because if I, if let's say if I go to America, let's go. I, I go to New York. My girlfriend actually wants to go there. I want to go to the front desk and I want to be 100% sure that the person behind the desk is trying to help me. So right. uh, that's why that's why I do the same. When people come to Madeira, I tell them like uh, yesterday, there was a guy that was going to do a walk on the top of the mountain. And I was like, sir, are you sure? Yes, why? Uh, look, that walk is the hardest one in the island. I'd, I'd be more uh, safe if I knew you were going with the group. And you saying, oh, don't worry, don't worry. I have experience. I, okay, but tell me your room number. He told me his room number. And I said, look, if you have any problems, you call 911, well, the Portuguese version of that. Mm -hmm. Call 911. Uh, they will help you immediately. And I had his, his room number. And I went home. Then when I got back to work, I went to see... Uh, like uh, uh, on the computer uh, because if something happens we all write everything down like if something happened we write are we injured he had a bad walk or whatever happened and as soon as I got to my job I went to the computer I went to his file to see if there was something wrong and everything was fine so I was like okay if there's nothing written here it's because he got here safe and the walk was a success so that's what we, we tried to do and again being very friendly and this happens a lot. I start talking a lot and I start going and raveling and going, getting other stuff for the conversation. Wow. So, okay. That's, that's great. Well, Mad uh, Fubu was talking about Madeira, which is an island in Portugal. And you're saying it's a tourist destination. Is there, correct. is that also where like honeymoon couples, is that where honeymoons happen for married couples as well? Yes, actually, actually you have uh, honeymoons. You have a lot of them. Uh, wedding proposals the the other day I think last last week uh, the husband future husband is is the groom now that's uh, that's about the groom uh, the future groom he came to the reception not with me but my colleagues during the day and they were it was like hey uh, I'm gonna ask I'm gonna propose to my girlfriend uh, I want to do it in the highest peak when it's sunrise can you arrange everything I'm like okay we're gonna keep it a secret and. The taxi driver came like 30 minutes before. We put all the drinks inside the, the minibus, all hidden. So like nothing. Oh, it's, it's just a normal walk. It's just a normal walk. We'll just kind of see the sunrise. And they went to see the sunrise. And from what people told me, it was a great success because she said yes. The, um, also, a few weeks ago, there was another couple. Uh, funny story with that couple, actually. He proposed to her. He was like a piano player. And this is the effect I tried to have with everyone. And he was really drunk. Uh, 
and he was so happy because he plays the piano and he plays the piano really good. And he, he, I heard some recordings from him. I was literally getting chills from his piano recordings. And the guy was so drunk, he was so happy. And I was like, he was like, come over here, come over here. And I, I hug them. I don't have any problems hugging people. And I go like this. And the guy kisses me in my bald head. They go like, kisses. I was like, no, he didn't kiss me. No, tell me he didn't kiss me. And I was thinking then, maybe he did a mistake. Then I was like, oh, sir, I have to go back to take care of some stuff. Okay, come here, come here. And I go for another hug. And then he kisses my bald head again. He was like so emotional. I was like, okay, this time I felt that he kissed me this time. And then um, I was like, sir, uh, then I talked to more 10 minutes with him. And I'm very sorry, sir, I really need to go back. And come here and oh God, he's going to kiss me again. And I go for a third time and he kisses me the first time in my head. Not even my girlfriend, I'm telling you now, not even my girlfriend kisses me that much. And I just go up to the back and the guy, and this is the, and he, they just got married and he wanted to play the piano. Summer of 69 from uh, Brian Adams, because that was his song with his uh, bride. And he wanted to play that he wanted to play that song but i couldn't allow him because it was already really late if it was during the day maybe i would light him but at night the graveyard chief i really really couldn't do that so yeah funny stories you can go on you can go <laughs> oh that's quite eventful at your workplace that's oh, pretty yeah it's pretty amazing what yeah. is there to do at madeira uh madeira madeira okay uh, like i mentioned best uh, well before we were in taping it's the best island destination in the world. Uh, we are um, very proud of our nature. We are very, very proud of our nature. We have walks, which we call Levada walks. Uh, what are Levadas? Uh, Levadas are waterways that the old people, like uh, 100, 200 years ago, they would use those waterways from waters from the mountain to come down. Uh, to water their plants like uh, for agriculture i think that's what we said the word uh you know for vegetables and all that crops yeah that's the word to to water their crops and with the passing of time with more technology those levada walks they became um they literally became uh, touristic uh, destinations basically you cross through the through the forest literally cross through the forest and you go to places that have marvelous sightseeing. There's one which I consider my, my favorite, which is called the Green Cauldron. And it's about a five hour walk in and out five hours. And basically many, many millions of years ago, probably, well, not millions, but thousands probably, it was like a water reservoir, you know, you know like this front. And something happened and half of it fell. Uh, but again many many years ago not during our time and it fell uh well nature and it became like a, this waterfall should be like i don't want to say maybe 500 meters waterfall and it goes down to a lake you know very beautiful and I, it's my favorite because i just sit on rocks and i start looking at everything and i feel very small and trust me i'm i'm, I'm quite a big guy uh, considering the stat the people here in the island i'm taller than average, I'm larger than average. Uh, so I'm quite a big guy. Like uh, my girlfriend keeps calling me, I'm a bear because everywhere I go, I hit everything. If it's a small space, uh, uh, she calls me a bear. And I had this Russian friend, we were in the college university together. 
and she was sitting. You know those desks that you have that's on the, the chair and the thing on the side to write down? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was going, I was going to meet her. And trust me, every chair I found, I was hitting the chair. I was like, boom, 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 boom. And I sit next to her and she starts laughing really hard. And she goes like, with that fake Russian accent, yeah. she goes like, you look like a beard. And I started laughing so much. I ended up telling that story to my girlfriend and she keeps calling me Yibar because I hit everything because, and that's why I like to go to that walk because everything is so massive. I feel small. I know it might sound weird, but mm-hmm. if you if you have ever have time, you go to YouTube, uh, YouTube or uh, Google, just put Green Cauldron Madeira and you're going to be like, whoa, this exists because it's really beautiful. Uh, also, more about the island. We have a very good nightlife. Uh, actually, one of, um, like I mentioned, we had Americans leaving this night. Uh, the night before, there was one of these American guys. He called and he said, hey, dude, give me a nice club for me to go and party. And I go, oh, go, that's easy. Go to Vespa's club. It's very nice. And he goes there by about 3, 4 in the morning. He comes back almost 8 in the morning. He goes, dude, you're the man. I love your suggestions. That club was the best. And uh, we have bars, we have drinks, we have the nightlife here. It's really, 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 really good. Uh, we also have uh, the sea. We have a lot of dolphins, whales, sometimes sharks, really rarely, but sometimes sharks. Uh, we have a very good uh, sea life here. And uh, you can have, we don't have here in Madeira Island, we don't have the best beaches. The best beaches, it's on Porto Santo. You have like a nine kilometer uh, yellow sand beach, which is amazing. If you like to do only beach vacation, that's the the place to go. Um, Because I'm telling you, if Madeira had that nine kilometer yellow beach, we would not be the best in Europe. We would probably be the best in the world because we would have everything. Our type of tourism can be for a younger generation like us, or it can be for older generation like our parents. So we cover everything wow yeah that was a lot and that <laughs> sounds very that, that sounds very enticing I, I guess if i ever were to go to portugal you definitely recommend me to go hey, to hey come to madeira because we now have a direct, direct flights to new york by the way i think it's still oh, like guardia okay. or something yeah it's like really new it's like really new you don't need to you don't need that hassle of going from uh, let's say new york to the uk and then from uk come back to madeira just come straight to us now it's oh, wow. much much easier yeah much easier now a direct flight to madeira oh trust me look oh, i'm fantastic telling, look if you ever i'm telling you this now it's taped if you ever come here to madeira on vacation i'll be your personal guide i'll oh, take you to the goodness. best restaurants i'll take you to the best place i give you my word okay Y'all need to network with uh, Fubu. He's gonna hook you up, man. I hook uh, you up. Oh my gosh! If I ever do, if I ever go to Portugal, I'd definitely hit you up and I'll go to that it. island and have a blast. Oh my yeah, you'll gosh! Love it. You'll love it. Yeah, I just put another country in my list now. So trust me, it's really nice. <laughs> it's really nice. Look, mainland Portugal is really fun as well. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm half mainlander because my dad is from the mainland. And my mom is from the island. Uh, and trust me, the mainland is really good. My par- I've never been to Azores, but my parents have been there. They say wonders about Azores. So I'm going to tell you this now. I was watching many, many, many years ago. 
I was watching this um, uh, ads on television and I was like, oh my God, this is so beautiful. Where is it? I want to travel to this country. And the end tag was uh, come on vacation insights. I was like, oh, this is Portugal. Oh, and I asked my dad, oh yeah, that, that, this is this place in the mainland. Like, Damn, I have to go there. And I went there and it was so freaking amazing. There is no way to describe how amazing it was to be there because sometimes you feel like I didn't have, I didn't knew there was so many beautiful things in my country. But yeah, that's basically it. If you ever come here, you, you got you got my Twitter, you hook me up and uh, uh, call me and I hook you up. Don't worry about that. I will most certainly do that if the time comes. Hopefully one, yes, one of these days we can make it happen. One, uh, yeah, we'll make a live show, okay? If you ever come here, I'll arrange and we make a live show, okay? Oh my gosh, that'd be even better. <laughs> that'd be even better. I would love to do that. We could do a live podcast session hey, with, hey, sounds with good. Hey, FUBU. If, if, if I'm working at a hotel, I'll hook up a nice room. Maybe one of those balconies with a nice view of the, of the city. And uh, we'll arrange something really nice. We'll make all the other podcasters jealous, okay? Oh my gosh, we got we got to bring all the equipment, the mics, soundboard, yeah, yeah. and all that to make it all official. That's right. That's right. I'm Hopefully, right. by that time, we'll, we'll be a little bigger. We'll both be bigger. Let's hope so. We will. We will. We will. Definitely. If you keep going hard, we'll manage. So you lived in Portugal your whole life? Yes. Uh, yes, I lived in Portugal my my whole life. Um, our society at this moment is forcing us, uh, Portuguese, not, not only Madeiran, Portuguese, it's forcing us to, because of the COVID, okay, because of the COVID, it's forcing us to leave our country because uh, people, people don't think they are being valued enough when it comes to money. Uh, and people keep telling me, and I've been thinking about that also, uh, if I go with my studies, because I'm just kind of not bragging, just stating facts, I have um, a bachelor's degree in English and business studies. I have uh, a post-graduation in management, and I have a master's degree in ecotourism and the environmental management aspect. But I'm working at the reception desk because I don't seem to get chances to go higher. Because what's happening in our society is they don't want to put people permanent. And I kind of understand why they don't want to put people permanent. Because let's say you're the boss, okay? You're the boss. And you hire me. And first year, oh my God, football works so hard. Second year, he is so good. Third year, he is amazing. This guy works. Let's make him permanent. And you make me permanent, okay? You make me permanent. Then the fourth year... Okay, he's slacking off, but maybe he's tired. And fifth year, not so good. Sixth year, not so good. And, and my production output starts to decrease. And all of a sudden, you're stuck. You can't fire me. And I'm just like this at work. So bosses end up, uh, end up losing trust and are afraid to put people permanent. Okay? And again, the government doesn't give us enough... Um, incentives to put the bosses put people permanent so it's it's kind of a hard situation so it's really hard for me to give a chance because let's say when i get three years they're like so we like you a lot but as you know 
society at this moment. We are not uh, putting people permanent. And that's hurting a lot of people, me included. And people are starting to think about leaving because they don't have chances to put their studies. Like I said, I said, me and other hundreds or thousands of people. I'm just not talking about me, I'm talking about society itself. Um, and people are forced to go out to, uh, I'm going to give you an example. I, my paycheck is about 880 euros. And trust me, I can go to Switzerland. I can go to the UK, Spain, France, Germany, because I speak French, I speak German, I speak Spanish, I speak English, and of course, Portuguese. Five, I speak five languages. Uh, I can go to any of any of those countries and I'm going to go there, get a better job and uh, get about, let's say, between 2,000 and 2,000 and 2,500 euros per month. So I'll get almost triple than what I'm getting here. And I have more chances. One of the reasons that I want I don't want to leave, I feel very, very safe here, like here on the island. You can go out at night you can go out at night on your own. No one's gonna mug you. No one's gonna insult you. No one's gonna insult you. Nothing. You can go through the worst areas of the city. They might look at you funny. I mean, they might look at you funny like, what's this guy doing here? But they won't do any harm to you. And I feel very safe. And I don't think from stories that I heard, like from the UK, uh, Switzerland, countries, other countries, you know, I've, it's hard. You can't be on your own outside. You because it can be a little bit dangerous. I'm not bad muffin. I'm just. I've never been there, but that's the stories that I, I've heard. That's the stories I've. There was. Uh, I had friends. My one of my best friends. She was uh, in Spain in Barcelona. She was in Barcelona uh, doing a, um, a trainee program at uh, a hostel, and she came across. Uh, probably you, you remember. You remember that time with, when ISIS was uh, recruiting people from Europe? Remember? Yeah. She came across one of those. She came across one of those ISIS guys recruiting people. Like he spoke French and um, she didn't want anything with him. And uh, she went out for the day. And then when she came back that night, the boss told her, Oh, you remember that guy that was talking to you when he was talking to the other girl, that Arab-looking guy? The special police came inside the hostel to arrest him. Now, that happened to her in Spain. That would never happen here in Portugal because we control that a lot. We don't, like, if you want to get inside our country, you have to show off all the papers. You, you have to make sure you're uh, not dangerous. So you wouldn't find the nicest person here in the island or even in the mainland. Mainland can be a little bit easier because you have connections to roads, but here in the island, uh, you wouldn't have that problem. You definitely wouldn't have that problem because we have everything under control. Even when it came to the COVID situation, our president, because we have a president, uh, let's say Madeiran president, it was like, we're gonna shut everything up. We're gonna, we're gonna shut down everything. No one comes in with boats or planes, whatever cars, obviously no one comes. Uh, we're gonna shut everything down. No one comes inside this island until this COVID situation passes. So when everyone around the world was dying because of COVID, we were chilling here in the island. We were inside the house, 
but no one was dying. We didn't like we didn't had like thousands of deaths. Maybe we had like 10, 12, something like that. Maybe that was the max. Maybe there was more. Maybe I'm but we didn't have too many uh, death casualties because of COVID because uh, again, very easy to control, very safe. And I think there's no money in the world that can pay the fact that your safety, you understand? So I choose to stay here in the island, choose to stay here in the island, but things are getting a little bit hairier because I want to start my life with my girlfriend, for example, and I need money. <laughs> I literally need money. And I think I'll have to sacrifice part of that to go outside, get like two, three years, get a lot of money, and then come back here and do my life here as a professional here. And maybe if I work, let's say, in a big hotel in London, let's say, I'll come back here and because, and that's what I think it's wrong. Because if you have the best island destination in Europe, that means you have the best professionals because it's not the building that makes quality. It's not the Levadas that make quality. It's the people that make quality, right? It's the people. I give quality. I give quality. My colleagues at my hotel, they give quality. Everyone that works in the industry, people that don't work in the industry with being so nice, give quality to our destination. They give quality. So I think it's wrong. Oh, this guy was in the biggest hotel in London. Let's hire him for No, no. You have to hire me because I am I'm a product of the best island destination in the world. No, I don't want to be a product of London or the or Switzerland. No, no, I'm a Madeiran product. I'm 100% genuine. You know, I'm 100% real. I was, I was born and raised in this quality. I don't need to go get quality outside because I got the quality from in here. Mm-hmm. So, so I've been rambling. I'm sorry. I get that's a passionate. lot there. That's a lot there. Let let me break that down. So. Yeah, it, it does seem challenging from the circumstances that you're at because it seems like your country, the society that it's built up, it's hard to have the sense of security in, in your career space or yes. even try to advance and be profitable and have a good living. So yes. that's that's very unfortunate. I, I, you know, I hope it gets better. Yeah, and it seems like you have a pretty impressive resume with your education, and it, you know, you even for yourself, you, there seems to be this obstacle of you trying to do better for yourself career-wise, and you have such a great education, and you know, and I do wish the best for you too, and all. You know, it's gonna happen. Yeah, I believe it's gonna happen. Some yeah, it seems like you're happen. putting in the work. You're trying to put yourself in a position where you can better yourself and for your friends and family. But yes. um, yeah, that is pretty interesting when you bring that up because that's something I didn't I didn't know. So thanks for sharing uh-huh. that and shedding light to that. Now it's um, and it's like the same. I I don't really understand. Uh, look, what I get about let's say American society, it's what I watch from movies and TV series. Uh, we don't have a lot of Portuguese movies or TV series that depict the society. So I know more about American society than Americans would know about Portuguese society. And even then it can be false because you know the director puts what he wants to put sure. on the movie. So I, I don't say I know about your society. 
I know it's really hard that sometimes people have difficulties and need one, two, three jobs to, to get by. And I believe that's a reality because that also happens here. Like I'm I'm good. I'm 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 good. My parents are good. My, my girlfriend's family are good. But I know situations of people like uh, I know a guy, I'm not gonna say who, he works at a hotel, he does his eight hours, and then after he finishes eight hours, he goes and does a part-time somewhere else to get some extra change so he can save. So people doing that, either in America or in Portugal, doesn't matter, you don't really end up having quality of life because uh, you should have like your eight hours of work and then you can have other eight hours to chill with your family, with your friends, go watch a movie, and then more eight hours to sleep. If you have eight hours of work and four or six hours of extra work, you're not having quality of life. So, uh, but yeah, and a lot of people don't know that because uh, we tend not to show that. We, we tend as a society, we don't like to um, show our problems to, to the outside. I think it's a matter of pride. When we don't want to go to the international floor, at least the way I'm thinking. I don't know anyone, I don't know how they think, but the way I'm thinking, I don't think anyone wants to go to the international floor be like, oh people have to work more than eight hours we don't have enough money we pay bad wages stuff like that you know i i think it's a matter of pride i think it's an internal like if you have if you have a family problem you're not going to go to facebook or instagram and say i have this family problem you keep it inside with your family and this is i think that's the way that it is so yeah no, for sure. I mean, someone like me probably wouldn't know too much about Portugal, you know, what's going on there. But exactly. I'm sure the things that you mentioned, though, you know, there are like facets of it that you kind of see here as well. You know, people mm -hmm. kind of deal with similar situations. Maybe not. It's not like 100% the same, but... But it's interesting. It kind of ties back to what you were talking about. Maybe if people were lit, less selfish and more willing to share, more willing to help others succeed, you know, maybe a lot of these problems that you're having there would be, would yes. be resolved. Yes. You know. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure exactly. there's a lot to it, and we could go on and on and talk but, about yeah, it. You know, yeah, yeah. go into you, we, specifics. We, exactly, we could go into specifics, but uh, uh, let's not because we have other good stuff to talk about exactly so let's, exactly let's keep going yeah but this is good to know because you know people tuning in that are not from portugal you know they'll understand like there's a different way of life and people have different struggles in different countries and for us to really connect with people as we network it's a great way you know you just share your struggles you share kind of the circumstances that you're going through and then even for me, a guy from California, hey, I could relate to what you're going through and say, yeah, you know, I, I do face similar struggles there, although it kind of does look a little different. But that's how you really connect with people at the end of the day, right? Connecting people, that's the most important thing. Yes. Especially in what we do is the yes. most important part. Yes, exactly. And what's even better in how we could connect with people is having playing the same video game yes, and streaming. So good. we could let's segue into that and let's talk a little bit about more about the FIFA experience for you. Yes, let's talk about FIFA experience. Yes, yes. Sir. yes. 
So how has... Let's start uh, here. When did you start playing FIFA? And how did you okay. get into streaming? Okay, okay, let's go. FIFA. I used to be a hardcore Pro Evolution soccer fan. Hardcore. Okay. okay. It starts with Pro Evolution. Uh, and I was... I've, I think, you know, when you get older, you start losing reflexes. I think you're on your prime when you're on your late teenage years, I think. Right. And I was playing Pro Evolution so much. I'm telling you, I would give people three goals lead, three goals lead, and I'll kick them ass. I would kick their ass immediately. I would turn the game around, especially with my neighbor. The poor guy, he spent hours playing with me. We'd like play until three, four o'clock in the morning. My cousin, also, we would play a lot. I used to play um, a lot of uh, Pro Evolution. What happened to change for FIFA? I remember I have this very good friend which went to the UK to work. He, he immigrated. And I went to his house. We, we had the party there. We went to his house. I was like, I only have FIFA. Like, okay, I'll play FIFA. Of course, he kicked my ass. He kicked my ass. But that was my first, let's say, more adult experience because I played, I remember being a kid and playing FIFA 98. But that one I'll put on the easy mode and I score eight, nine, ten goals, but on the easy mode. Uh, I don't remember that that much. Um, Which FIFA was I'm that, by the way? 98, 98. That was 98 that you're FIFA talking about? FIFA 98. Oh yes. my God. The, the one that I would score on the easy mode, I was like 11 years old. Or the like one that. you played with your friend. Oh no, the one with my friend yeah. was FIFA 12. Sorry, FIFA 12. Okay, FIFA 12. Okay. It was FIFA 12, the one that I played with my friend. FIFA 12. Okay. Uh, okay, so we had uh, FIFA 12. And I remember, because we didn't used to have pace difference on PES, on privilege. We wouldn't have pace difference. Everyone would catch up to everyone. And I remember I was playing with Arsenal and he was playing with Barcelona. So the guy wasn't giving me a chance anyway. Uh, at the time, Walcott was the fastest player in the game. And I was blown away with the pace difference between PK and uh, and uh, Walcott. So I'm like, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to stick to Pro Evolution. I'm going to stick to Pro Evolution. Then when it was the console change between uh, PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4, so about eight years ago, I was like... The version that came out on PlayStation 3 of Prevolution was terrible. They haven't recovered since PlayStation 2. Like, I think the best Prevolution, I think it was 11, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. I think it was 11, the best. I remember 9 was amazing. 11 was really good. And then it started going downhill from there. Uh, and I was like, I think I'm going to start playing FIFA. And during February, when it's my birthday, 16th of February, uh season of february my friends my birthday party my friends they bought me fifa 14 i guess i'm gonna say fifa 14 and i started playing and that was my first uh, experience with fifa of course i was really bad because i was adapting then i got the next one and the next one and i started getting i was progressing and getting better uh, and I end up now at this moment. Uh, I'm proud to say I'm uh, I'm a, an elite player, not the best elite player on rivals, but I'm an elite, elite tier level player. 
and uh, I'm a Division Two uh, weekend league player, consistent. I've been managed to get always uh, rentals. I have a very good team. Uh, I was lucky. I don't spend money. I I don't spend any money. Uh, I do a poor man's road to glory, so I do a lot of uh, pack openings. Mm-hmm. With uh, I do SPCs. I do a lot of SPCs. Sometimes mm-hmm. I go crazy and I use coins, uh, not the FIFA coins, the normal coins to open packs. Sometimes I and I regret it all the time. So. Boys and girls watching this, don't spend money on FIFA. That's my biggest advice. Don't spend money. On if you want, do it. But I don't uh-huh. think it's going to... Uh, about streaming. About streaming. Uh, I actually started streaming Fortnite. I can tell you, I, had, I have... Sometimes I have a sort of identity crisis when it comes to streaming. And in my mind, when I started playing or streaming, I was like... No, you only stream competitive. You only stream competitive. You only stream competitive. That was my mind. So I started playing uh, Fortnite. And my mod, Leah, she wasn't my mod at the time. She was already my friend, but she wasn't my mod. And it was me, my best friend. We were doing duels on Fortnite. And uh, she was with her sister at their house watching me stream. And I think I had one or another close friend watching me stream. And actually really fun because... At this moment, because uh, I have this very nice light here that now lights my face great, but at the time I didn't have this light and I was trying to figure out everything. So I had everything in my room lit up. Like this felt like, like a studio. It was just like it was playing daylight. And uh, my mom just goes, comes inside my room and just she, she yells, and my mother is going to laugh. And she yells, This isn't the electricity company. Turn that shit down. <laughs> I like leave it like that, and it's so. Look, my friend Leah, she still makes fun of me to this day about that, and I know, <laughs> I guarantee one hundred percent she's laughing right now. I guarantee one hundred percent she is laughing right now at that, uh, and that was the first experience. When uh, was that? Stream, uh, uh, let's say two thousand and eighteen. I'm gonna say okay. 2018. I okay. think it was about. I think it was about that time. Let Let me see. I have my stuff here open. Oh, I won't be able to go. But never mind. Um, but I think it was 2018 that I started streaming in the middle of April or something like that. And I met a lot of people. I I did that classic mistake, which now I consider the classic mistake, which is uh, follow for follow. I don't think. I'd rather have, let's say, 100 followers and 50 viewers, permanent viewers, than having like 800 uh, followers and only five, eight, nine people show up. I'd rather have less followers but more loyal than have a mm. bunch of people. And at the time, at the time, I did a lot of uh, follow for follow. That's why I got so many people. I got like 118 people following me on my channel. Um, most of them don't show up, um, and I met a really a lot of people, really nice people in the Fortnite community. I met uh, Hog. He changes them. But uh, I met Hog. Was a very good Fortnite player. He was in New Zealand. I met Coverops. Uh, Col- uh, great singer. I'm telling you, that man deserves to be on top charts because that man. I'm not gonna say he has the voice of an angel because he has. Uh, a deep voice um, and you know Angels is more uh, of a uh, high pitch uh, but he's very good uh, there's this song I love called Wicked Game 
I asked him to sing that one on uh, on uh, on stream, and he sang that song so well. It was his first time, and he said, "Dude, I love this song because it has the high notes, the low notes. It's really challenging for me. I really like this song." And he, he sang so well. The guy's so talented. I'm telling you, so talented. Uh, you should. I'm telling you, top charts. If I hope he gets a break, he gets lucky. Um, I met. Um, I am DJ Hello, which is uh, an American DJ. Uh, so not American, UK from Wales. Uh, I met recently. Uh, I met uh, Plush Ebola. He used to be um, a singer at. Uh, I don't want to say hard rock, but he had a band called the Indian Giver, and I listened to his album like a few weeks ago, and I was like, I'm so sad, I didn't get this album at the time it came out because it, i would love to hear this this type of music so like it's i want to say like new uh, i don't want to say new metal it's it's hard for me to explain i'm not good with the music genre but uh what i'm trying to get is um during that fourth time fortnight time i met a lot of good people mm-hmm. uh but then came like the identity crisis i was like i'm not good at fortnite <laughs> I can shoot people. That's not the issue. I'm. A, I have a hard time building. Mm-hmm. I have a very hard time building. So, no, I'm not going to play this. That's when I started streaming FIFA. If I'm not okay. mistaken, I started streaming FIFA. I streamed FIFA, but not to the point that it is now because now I have the YouTube, I have the Instagram. Yeah. And I remember I played some games of FIFA, but then comes the problem of not being a full-time streamer. I started working and I was like, oh, well, I'll catch up to you guys. I'm just getting settled on my work and stuff. But I would come home really tired. I just wanted to go to bed and sleep. Or I came home, if I had energy, it was really really late, I couldn't be loud. Mm -hmm. Um, I uh, I wouldn't be able to, so, you know, one month turns to two months, two months turns into three months, and so on, and so on, and so on. Then, uh, this was about 2019, I guess, yeah, 2019. Then, uh, end of 2019, beginning of 2020, COVID hits. And I think that the people, I know that you talked with Charlton about this, he started streaming a lot more and doing stuff on YouTube because of the, the pandemic. And my story ends up being uh, that. Again, remember, my mentality was streaming is competitive. And because I was stuck at home because of the COVID restrictions, uh, I went to Twitch a lot. I started not doing the follow for follow thing, but watching streamers. And I was watching uh, this guy has a YouTube channel uh, called the Internet Today, and he was streaming. And he went from, he was like, oh shit, I have to leave. I'm gonna, I'm gonna raid this guy called B-Rai, stay there and support him. And he raided him. And he was playing the Final Fantasy remake. And I stayed there, a guy from the LGBT community, very nice guy. I met a, a lot of nice people through him, again, networking. Um, I, I went on the stream, I talked with him, and I started talking to you other because the thing is, when you're on Twitch, I know people are streaming. Okay, I can go because I know they're streaming. I'm not going to be busy. They're going to be happy for having me there. So I would go and talk with them. I met, like, Slugs. She's, she plays a lot of Skyrim. She's amazing. I met uh, her husband. He also streams, like, these weird alternative games. Really nice. 
ocean. Look, I met a lot of nice people. It's hard. If I name them, it's going to be 10 minutes or something, just naming names. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I'm trying to say, what I got from here, I was like, I was going like this, watching him. And he was playing Final Fantasy VII. That's, that's the furthest you can have from competitive, in my opinion. It's an RPG. And I saw the way he was working, the way he was working on the crowd. I was like, damn, I can do this. Like, I don't need to be competitive. Like, my mind switched from stream is not only competitive. Stream can be competitive and can be an RPG. You can chill with your friends. And then I spoke with a very close friend of mine. Never met him in my life, just to make it clear. A Finnish guy called Tuka. I'm butchering his name. But I've known him, like, yeah, almost 18 years that I've known him. We met playing World of Warcraft and we became friends outside of World of Warcraft. And I was like, Tuka, what do you think about streaming like this and like that? And he goes, uh, well, you know something, Fabio? You suck. Like, what do you mean? Like, you suck at competitive gaming. You're not the best. Like, I've seen you play WoW. I've seen you play FIFA. Sorry, you suck. Like, oh. Okay, and what about me streaming RPGs and uh, more uh, offline action-based games? Like, look, there's two types of streamers. There's the competitive streamer that wins everything, and there's the personality streamer. And Fabio, trust me, you have the personality. You have the personality. You're friendly, you're charismatic. You should be um, a, a personality streamer, like get a script, uh, make things happen, talk to people. And I was like, yeah, you're right. I should really do that. And despite the fact that I played FIFA, which is competitive, I would rather lose a game and entertain people with my personality and stories than being like, shut up, I'm playing. No, I try my best not to ignore my chat because I try to be a personality streamer. And I was like, damn, you're right. I'm going to start doing that. Then I started playing uh, RPGs. Yeah, I started playing RPGs. I'm a very big RPG fan. Um, and what would I do was, this is the time, let's say, about this time of the, the COVID stuff, let's say May, yeah, May, uh, April. That's when I started my YouTube channel. And at this time that I started my YouTube channel, I was playing, oh my God, I was playing so much Apex at the time. I was playing... I was so good at Apex. Again, not Predator Apex level, like the top tier. I would like be a, a solid gold. Sometimes I would go to platinum, I think. Yeah, it's platinum next one. I would be around that one. Like I have friends. I met nice people through there. And I was like, okay, I'm going to stream. I'm going to stream RPGs and action-based stories. Like, let's say, a God of War. It's a game to stream. Um, uh, let me see, I stream Final Fantasy, but there's a bunch of stuff that, that I streamed. And um, I started making a community. I started having a community. It was really, really nice. On YouTube, things were going really well with Apex and on Instagram. Like, I still have Instagram posts of kills that I, I used to make on Apex. And uh, yeah, and then that came that time of the year. Oh, and Apex time, one of the reasons I love to play Apex was I had a solid team. I had a French guy called Roma, Ripple Highland, and I had this uh, one of the most, the most amazing women I've met. 
called uh, I'm gonna butcher her name, but Halam. I think that's how we say she, she she's Arab. But we called her Lumi. Amazing person, and she played so good. They carried me. I'm telling you. Sometimes I carried them, but like 80% of the time they carried me. Uh, that's why I used to play, uh, like to play with them a lot. Uh, but then that came that time of the year that ruins me, which is September, and FIFA comes out, and I have to play FIFA. And at the time I could like play FIFA on the offline time, and then I could stream something else. Uh, but what happened? Uh, I was jobless since uh, March. Yeah, I was jobless since March because of the COVID. So basically I went on layoff. Then uh, when the layoff ended, they told me you have to go home. So during summertime, I was jobless. And when the channel was growing, when the channel was growing, I got another job. And the same thing happened. I like, guys, I'm just going to get used to the schedule. But I would work really hard. I would get home really tired. And I was like, Damn it. I, I want to stream, but I can't. I won't put the quality. And of course, when you're gone a little bit, people don't show up like you because naturally they create their own patterns of people they want to watch. Completely normal. It's completely normal. Uh, but then I just stayed like almost two months because on the second month, everything in the island closed again because of uh, COVID. Not because there was a problem in the island, but because there was a problem in the UK and the rest of Europe, and our president said, no, closing everything again, no one comes in. And my boss said, hey, Fabio, come on, you know how it is. The completely normal, I'll just sign the paper. And I went home. Um, then I stayed, uh, I started streaming again. Uh, on the, I started almost from zero again. I would play FIFA on my off hours for YouTube stuff. I would put YouTube stuff on a, on, uh, on YouTube, uh, FIFA stuff on YouTube, uh, and then I would stream RPGs. I would, I remember, oh yeah, Octopath Traveler. I played Octopath Traveler on stream. Um, I played uh, many other games, and people would come. And one of the high points that I have to say uh, was I was streaming. On that day, I remember I was streaming Apex because I didn't want to start a new game at the end of, at the end of the week. Because not that time I would not stream during if i'm talking too much and you want to interrupt you're okay well let me let me uh let me let me stop you there so okay, okay. would you consider yourself a variety streamer now at this yes. point i'm 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 a uh, i'm a variety streamer it's just so you i've been playing fifa hardcore since september but starting this week so tomorrow i will do like half and half i'll do three three days i'm gonna do a different game it's gonna be tuesday wednesday and thursdays I'm gonna do like an RPG. I think I'm gonna start actually. I'm gonna start Ratchet and Clank maybe tomorrow. I'll start Ratchet and Clank tomorrow or after tomorrow. I'll start Ratchet and Clank and Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. I'll do the weekend league on um, on on stream. I'm trying to you know keep my original community that likes RPGs happy and keep my uh, FIFA community happy as well. And get them all together you know mm, so gotcha i'm trying to i'm trying to mix all of them because i think it's possible uh again i don't want to ignore one or ignore the other because mm -hmm. i think again we can all live together we sure. can all live together sure uh, right and then I, I in terms you, of i told you i speak a lot i told you i speak a lot oh it's all good no worries no worries <laughs> um so in terms of youtube though that's all fifa content right 
Yes, it started with Apex when I was playing Apex. Uh-huh. But I said I'm going to change to FIFA. And uh, okay. yes, YouTube is 100%. So I can give you a brief idea of my schedule. Basically, let's say um, Mondays, I do uh, marking matchup predictions because people want to make money on FIFA. Like, And I'm happy to say that I'm not 100% sure, but I always always hit the one that's the one that gives the money maker let's say last week i did the video and i said Milan versus inter will be the biggest match of the market matchup it's coming it's going to come out uh, if it doesn't come out on thursday it's going to come tuesday with the uefa marquee matchups and it didn't come on the, the uf marquee matchups it came on thursday and that one had a special thing that made me and everyone that followed me make, make some money because they had a requirement was minimum three players from one club. So if people put, let's say, a million player, like, okay, I'm going to buy two more million players because sometimes people are lazy and they don't want to go search for other players. So what, uh, and I did, let's say, I did more than 50K profits that day like with that with that that investment tip and of course i gave others like i said look i think that sevilla versus uh sevilla versus uh betis might come but on the uefa uh, uefa marquee matchups sevilla also has a very big uh match against lil so if you invest in sevilla you're gonna make money other way and I was right. They came on uh, UFO marquee matchups and people that invested in Sevilla, they didn't make the money on Thursday, they made the money on Tuesday. But I was right. My investments, most of the times, because I've been wrong, obviously, most of the times, um, my investments are right. Then on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, I do Team of the Week stuff, like Tuesday's predictions. Uh, Wednesdays, I analyze the Team of the Week. Uh, first days I open, that's my pack day. I open all of my packs on that day, rivals, uh, playoffs and stuff like that. No, I have another day, definitely. Then uh, Friday, uh, I do, I analyze the new promo or the new team. It's like this Friday that's coming, it's going to be the new season. I'm going to analyze the new players. If there's a new promo, I'm going to analyze that. Now I'm going to give my feedback. Uh, then I Saturday some gameplay. And some, Sunday, it's the squad battle rewards and the weekend league rewards uh, that I post. That's basically it, my, my content. I I appreciate YouTubers like FIFA College that like to put tips on, uh, that like to make videos about tips uh, because they help me a lot. Like, he, I remember he did one about the left stick dribbling and I watched his video two, three times to understand how it worked and it helped me wonders. So I I know I don't do that because I don't have the time, but uh, again, it's about finding your niche. And I think mine, because I'm good at predicting, predicting stuff and making investments, I give that best of me to the people that want to watch my channel. And hopefully I, I help them make some money uh, so they don't have to spend real money on FIFA points. Right, right. So that does create value for your content, you know, because people are going to go to you and they're like, oh, I want to make some coins here, man. And yeah, yeah. I got to look at these marquee matchups. Yeah, yeah. Now, going into that, just talking yeah. about the marquee matchups. So would you buy like the Sevilla example? Would you just buy some of those players before it comes out? Yeah, 
I usually, with everything that you do in investments, you have to buy and wait until there is a need. Okay, uh, it's like, um, let me give you an example of uh, real life. I didn't do that. I didn't do that, but I, sh I because I don't know how to do that. But let's say, when the pandemic started and everyone was inside their house, one of the big, bigger investments you could have done in the island was invest in Uber Eats because people, restaurants were open, but people couldn't go out. And the people that deliver foods, uh, so you have to search when there will be a need for, you, you have your supply and there will be a time that that supply will be needed. And that's when the price is gonna rise. Uh, what I do is I have a place that I go to see the best matches that's gonna happen on that weekend. Let's say, I'm gonna give you an example uh, well, yeah. So, yeah. sorry to cart you off, but no, 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 we're talking about we're talking about Sevilla. Let's say just yeah. specifically. So that's the big matchup. You, yeah. You're yeah. predicting it's uh, yeah. gonna be it. So what I'm wondering is when is the time you would buy okay. those cards, and which type of cards are we talking about? Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. More specific then. Um, I'm just gonna give it a small sideways to understand. Uh, okay. I would usually buy them during uh, on Europe during nighttime. Let's say two, three a.m. If you can do that, uh, usually from uh, let's say a Sunday to a Monday. Why Sunday to a Monday? First of all, on Sundays a lot of people are opening their squad battle rewards and opening their uh, weekend league rewards. Right. So there's going to be a bigger flux of players. Okay. Right. Uh, nighttime, because most of Europe, which I assume is the bigger FIFA community, in a sense, right. there's more people. Mm -hmm. uh, so there won't be big fights on the markets to get the bids. What you need to do then is uh, you have to try and buy players, let's say maximum 450 coins, common, okay? Common players at central positions, which means central can be attacking, like striker, center forward, the cams, CMs, defensive mids, and center backs. Okay, because if you look at all the tactics that you see on FIFA, all the tactics in the game have these centrals. There are some tactics that don't have left wings, uh, left backs, or right backs, and they don't have wingers, but they always have those central positions. So people will fight for those central positions because uh, it's easier to to link. It's easier to link. And you have to go with strong nationalities, let's say English nationality, Spanish nationality, uh, Brazilian. Brazilian is a big one because you have a lot of Brazilians all over Europe playing. Um, and you have to, to buy them on the Monday uh, by that price that I mentioned before. And then you hold them. You hold them. You hold until marquee matchups. And what I do is it's six o'clock here in Portugal that the marquee matchups become available. Mm -hmm. So 5.10, okay, so 50, 50 minutes before 6, I post the prices with the buy now close, let's say, of 1K, between uh, 800 and 1K. So as long as I double my money, okay, you have to buy, you don't put 10K, okay, don't be greedy, you, because there's going to be people that will, you have to undercut, you have to try always undercut. What happens then? Let's say the Sevilla, I got the Sevilla one right, let's imagine that. When it's six o'clock and the Sevilla match drops, 
people are going to rush to the market to try and get the cheapest one. Okay, because there was a surge, a sudden urge. Okay, for that type of player, for this case, the Sevilla player, uh, they're going to look look on the market for those Sevilla players, and they're going to try and buy the cheapest, and they're going to try and be faster than everyone else. So they're like. I don't want to go in the bid war. Uh, I don't want to go in the bid war with this guy. Like I don't want to go in a 800 coin bid war with this guy because uh, I don't want to spend my time bidding. I'm just going to go 1K. I'll buy now, okay? On my last video, I have the, the proof of that happening because I bought a lot of million players. And you would see, I was doing the marking matchups and you'd see my coin balance going like, going up, 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 because people were doing the, the buy now. People, I had like 901K. I was doubling my money because I remember I bought a lot of them for free, 350, 400. I bought a lot. So I was doubling and each my money going. And um, you try to protect. Sometimes you fail. I, I failed so many times I fell. Luckily this year, um, luckily this year uh, I managed. So basically the idea is if there is a need in the market, there is a need in the market. You try to predict the need in the market and then you offer the supply and people go there and buy everything. Right. That's, that's, that's the basic idea. Also, you have to have other factors into account when you are predicting these types of things. Uh, and again, um, I'm going to give you an idea. Uh, you have to take into account big YouTubers. Big YouTubers help you a lot. I saw a prediction that I think it won't happen now, but they were predicting, uh, you know, the Canadian guy from uh, Lille, Davies, the yes. striker? You remember he had an inform, right? Recently he had an inform. Mm -hmm. And they were predicting that he was going to get player of the month. This is, this is an example because he's not in the nominees now, but I was already thinking about that. And he was going to get, um, they were predicting that he was going to get the player of the month. And I was already thinking how I was going to make money with that. And you know one guy that loves Davis, that call him, calls him the Canadian R9? You know who does that? David? No. Uh, no, okay. no. No, no. I'll explain. There is a big YouTuber. Oh, he's a YouTuber. Calls... Okay. Okay. There is a big YouTuber. Sorry. Uh -huh. Sometimes language barrier can be hard. Sometimes okay, I'm sorry about that. There is a big YouTuber that calls... Davies, the Canadian R9. Oh, I see. You know who that okay. YouTuber? You know who that YouTuber is? Oh no, I don't. Okay, I'm gonna tell you now. Double A nine skills loves, loves, loves that inform from Davies. Uh, okay. He loves. So, if if a player of the month Davies would come out, I'm telling you, Double A nine skills would have made would make a video. Say, I'm doing this guy, he plays like this, it's great. So, I would try to predict, I would buy, let's say, 100 Canadian, gold Canadian players from uh, the left back from Bayern, the Davis card, because there was gonna, I would bet that there would be a segment that would require a Canadian player. And suddenly, with the need of a Canadian player, okay, the price would rise. And then with the such a famous influential YouTuber like Double A Skills, the price would go from here, and then he talks. The price would go like this, sort of like this. So my hand was off, uh, but that's good. It go through the roof, basically. That's what I'm trying to say. 
uh, you have to analyze everything and everyone around so you can make money. You have to analyze how the market works uh, and an influencer can make a bad card look really good and people go after the influencer and they do that card. In this case, if Davis came out as a player of the month, I would probably buy Canadian cards by let's say 500 coins. Right. And knowing the market, I would probably sell them by 5K probably. Definitely, because depending on what the influencer, I'm saying the Blade Nine Skills is an example, but others, if they promote the card. Uh, so you, the idea of uh, doing investments is analyzing the markets, mm-hmm. analyzing the market all around and uh, figure out where there will be a need stock up preparing for that need and then you sell and that's basically it's how i try to make some money on fifa with that right and help you guys obviously yeah i could i could keep my secrets but it goes mm-hmm. back to the beginning of the conversation trying to help the community sure sure yeah those are great investing tips uh some of them i was definitely aware of but um yeah. even personally i gotta i gotta be on top of it for me to make those coins but those are great advice uh I heard those before confirming the fact that your trading advice is legitimate and you're actually thank profiting. You. So that's that's great. Um, we'll we'll spend ten more minutes and I want to ask you Sounds more good. FIFA questions. Uh, we're already over an hour in and just we're yes. just flowing, you know. Okay, we were flowing. Yeah, I'm telling you, we, we could do like two or three episodes of this because I don't shut up. But I'll try to keep my <laughs> uh, my. I'll try to keep my replies shorter, okay? Let's go. Let's <laughs> hey, go. we would love to have you back. If, if there's another hey, free time where you would like to do hey, another session, we'd love hey, to whenever do you want. When, whenever you want, I'll keep my schedule open. When, when you want, I'll definitely do something. Fantastic. We already had a lot of returning guests, so to have another one, it would be, it'll be great. It'll be great. So I, I would be happy with that. I'm, I'm having a blast. It keeps the show going, so we're we're definitely open to that. Um, but you did mention you're an elite player. Not only are you a great, fantastic trader making a lot of coins. By the way, how many coins do you have right now? Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I changed my team completely. I was sick and tired of looking at my team. So I got the team change. I'm going to tell you the team that I have. because uh, I'm talking to you, but I have FIFA on here. <laughs> I, have my, I have FIFA on here, so I, I'm always plugged. So I don't have a lot of of coins at this moment I have. And then I'm gonna explain you this. It's because I don't have time. I don't have time to do trading. Okay, I don't have time to do trading. Uh, Most of the coins, I remember last year and two, like last year because of the pandemic, I had like time to play and do my tradings. I was, I don't wanna answer, but I'm thousands and millions. Like I had a lot of money. I, I had this crazy, crazy, crazy team. and. I stopped the team of the season. I didn't pack anything. And at this moment, without playing too much, I already have a crazy team. I'm just going to give you an idea what I have. I have Chesney on as a goalkeeper because I need for the links. I have Trent uh, on the right because uh, of links to money. Which I, have, I bought uh, the, gold the normal one. The gold, the gold, the gold. I wish I could have the gold. Oh. I already have man. I already have money for that one. I have Cordoba, the hero card. I had to buy him 500 and something coins. Uh, I have the player of the month, Kalibali. That's one of my biggest things. I I go crazy over SPCs. I like to do SPCs. Uh, I bought Kalibali. I bought Jordi Alba, so I changed my team. Uh, I have uh, Mane. I have uh, Inform Mane. I packed them twice. Okay, I packed them twice. Yes, 
Is he tradable? Wait. <laughs> I, wait, I'm telling I, I remember when he was uh, on the team of the week. I even sent one of the guys on the esports club. I said, I hope you guys pack money. I wish you luck to pack money. And I opened my rewards and I got untradable money. And people went crazy. Oh, and I put money on the team because at the time I had a, a prime site. And then I swear you, there is a YouTube video of this. There is a YouTube video of this. I was I finished weekend league, and I was like, I'm opening pa- the packs. I'm like, no, no, I'm gonna save. I'm gonna save the pack of team of the week for uh, Black Friday when they do the promo, and probably there's gonna be featured team of the week. And on that day, on that day, I packed Vidal. Uh, wrote to the knockout. I packed Mukieli, wrote to the knockout. Um, and I packed some big cards that I sold. No, I kept it to do an SPC. I think it was Hurricane. And I just look, look literally, I just look at the camera like this. Like, guys, I'm feeling lucky. I packed this, this, I'm feeling lucky. I'm going to open the team. You guys were so awesome supporting me. I always try to take my community. We're st- I'm going to open the team of the week for you guys. And, and boom, I open the team of the week pack and money comes out. A second one, tradable. I sold them immediately for uh, 750,000 coins. That's how I managed to do it. And I'm telling you, from that, from that day on, my luck went like this. It just went down. Like suicide. Went, down. It went down, down, down. Okay, so uh, money uh, and tradable. I bought uh, Guardiola. The baby version uh, because uh, I need the links. I did the Parejo SPC, which is amazing, such a good card. I packed uh, the Road the Knockout uh, Rodrigo. I'm waiting on him to upgrade. Really good card. I have the Player of the Month Benzema, which the only thing that lacks on that kite space. Everything else it's so good. And I have uh, Red Carrasco from this week's. Um, um, Team of the week. I, I packed them yesterday. The red pick. I used to have uh, Chan Mula or something. That guy from Villarreal. But I sold them because I managed to put Carrasco in the team. And I show everyone. And I can I can I curse on? Can I say just one bad word? Sure, sure. Is it okay? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I tell everyone. I want when people, you know, when the screen shows up and you see the opponent see. I want people to go like, "Fuck!" That's why I want people to look at me and go like, "Fuck." I'm going to face this. Uh, that's what I want. I want people to react like that. Uh, and uh, I managed to get this very good team. I was lucky with, um, with the pack with uh, money. It, that helped me a lot to create this team. But um, yeah, that's basically, that's basically, it's, that's, that's a team. That's a team. I know you, you asked me something else before I already forgot the question, to be honest. And I went to, to the team. But uh, yeah, the money. Uh, but yeah, I'm not making that that much money at this moment. I have one hundred and fifty nine thousand uh, coins. That's what I have. But again, I'm not. I'm not trading as how I would like to trade. I'm not because my idea of trading would be buy meta players late at night, two, three, four a.m., and then on the next day, flip them for uh, I don't know. 5k more like i gave a tip advice when the when tavernier and james i think it was last week's team of the week i think it was i don't remember no. but tavernier and uh, james from chelsea they both had an inform if you remember mm-hmm. and i said 
Joe Gomez, that the tip that I gave was Joe Gomez from Liverpool is going to rise. And he, the day before, the day before, uh, the day before, uh, if you're listening to sound behind, that's my, my parents talking. If it's interrupting, no, it's I'll look at it's cut. Okay. The thing is about Madeiran people, we speak too loud. Okay. It's a, it's a Latin thing. We speak too loud. Uh, anyway, and I said, He's going to rise. Uh, Joe Gomez is going to rise. And he rose, I think he was 1,500. And he rose to 2,500, if I'm not mistaken. So okay. imagine if you bought, let's say, 100 of them, you, I won't say would have made 100,000 coins because of tax, but you would make a lot of money. That's what I'm mm-hmm. going to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, at this moment, talking about money, I have 159,000. Yeah, fantastic. And then I'm sure um, you spent all those coins on it. Well, if you went full liquid, how much do you think you would have? Oh, oh! If I could manage to sell everything, oh, I don't know. Uh, again, I destroyed. Like, let's go. If I went full liquid, I know Cordoba. It's almost five hundred. It it was four hundred and sixty-seven thousand. Mm-hmm. I saw. Money should be about another five hundred thousand, so that's almost one million. Rodrigo the other day uh, was almost three hundred, so uh, yeah, basically one million and two thousand coins. This uh, Benzema is worth one hundred and something, almost two hundred. This Kolibali one hundred and fifty. You see, my team is almost two million. My team should be almost two million. Uh, so, and of course, I have my bench. I didn't talk about my bench, but I have the Fakir card. I have Al Jaber, which is the Saudi guy, and I have the Inaki Williams uh, hero card. That's the ones that, that I use. And of course, I have other players in the club that I'm not looking at, but I don't have a lot of high rated players because, like I said, I go crazy about SPCs and I just do them all and I spend all my big cards on that. Gotcha. Gotcha. I mean, you got a fantastic team. It's a yeah, it's, it's a pretty it's, pretty crazy team you got there, and yeah, I, a lot just, of coins. I, I think <laughs> I think that's better than this. It's either Mbappe, Neymar, Ronaldo, Messi, or right. icons. Right. I don't think I can get any better than this. Oh yeah, yeah. The the players that you mentioned. I mean, if you want to upgrade, those are the players you want to yeah. upgrade to, right? Exactly. So exactly. it's just. Exactly. But I mean, you gotta. You gotta either trade a lot, make a lot, have a lot of coins, or just yeah. keep paying money. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. But pay, money, I'm not gonna points. put them. No, yeah. no, no. I'm, Before I'm your RTG, with... it's pretty good. It's a pretty good RTG team. Yeah, I would, I would, I have to be honest. I'm, I was lucky. I was lucky. I, I. This is the first year that um, I had my best bad luck. And you want to know this? Do you want? Do you want to know what? What was my biggest pull? You know what my biggest pull was? It was Amani. <laughs> no, my biggest pull ever was middle R nine last year. Oh, last year, okay. ten million, ten million. Okay, like, I thought you were talking about. Uh, no, no, not the about... last year. No, no, last year. Uh, like in all FIFA's, that was, and ironically, again, there's there's a story behind. It wasn't my account. I was talking to a Portuguese friend of mine, mm-hmm. and I was I was like, dude, let me do marquee matchups so I can open for my video. He was like, I don't know how to do marquee matchups. Okay, uh, share play. I'll do them for you. Uh, okay. And I did his marquee matchups. And I packed the R9 for him. And he immediately sold him for 10 million coins. 
goodness gracious yeah oh yeah, that, that was my biggest pull and it wasn't even for me <laughs> oh unfortunate but yeah. Next I'll, I'll tell you what though last year i pulled two summer stars neymars back to back on preview oh, packs back to back oh my god yeah one was on stream i opened yeah. the preview pack i pulled the summer star neymar and then the yeah. next day i was at work and then I was like, oh, I'll just open the preview pack now. It was another Summer Stars Neymar. Oh, man. In two days, time, man. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Now, you know, by the, that time, what I usually do is I go until the end of the, of the season. And then I take my break. I don't gotcha. I do not do YouTube stuff during summer because I need to clear my head. So I'm ready to start the new season. It's like taking yeah. long holidays because it is... Uh, you know what you do FIFA stuff and you do other stuff. You, sometimes you need to clear your heads because sometimes it can be pressure to get content. So to, to, uh, you have to do this, you have to do that. Right. So I, because during summertime when this, the game cycle is ending, there is not a lot of people. Right. Uh, of course, I would keep streaming games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my community could still be in contact with me, but when it came to FIFA stuff, I stopped because I had to um, clear my head so I could get ready for the next cycle coming hard. And this year, it's thankfully, it's been very, very, very nice. And uh, it culminated, like I said, at the start, the highest point on the my FIFA career, YouTube career. This is my highest point yet uh, being yeah. here at your podcast. Oh, yeah. I appreciate the compliment. Uh, um, but yeah, I totally understand about taking breaks along the way and yeah, just yeah, you giving know. yourself some time to just kind of relax a little bit from that. Um, but I also wanted to ask like, uh, what what your skill rating is, because you said you're in the elite division, right? Yes, yes. It's, uh, I think I mentioned I think I mentioned at the start I'm, uh, when we were talking about being an elite. I probably mentioned that I was in a lower tier. Uh, I'm at this moment. I'm uh, with uh, sixteen hundred and sixty-eight. Uh, that's my skill rating. So I dropped. I know I dropped a lot, but again, um, it's my own fault. I'm telling you now. It's my. I'm not going to say it's my connection or whatever. It is my own fault because I believe uh, I like to play football as in real life. And I mean by that is, I don't go around skilling everyone. No, it doesn't make sense. Uh, you go with the, let's say, Saint Maximin. I think he's five star skills, and the Saint Maximin goes and does a rainbow flick and uh, and scores a crazy goal. You don't see rainbow flicks. Like I think the only player that will see do a rainbow flick in game, it's Neymar. You won't see Ronaldo's do rainbow flicks. Uh, you won't see hazards doing that. No, I, I don't think it's real. I understand the idea of EA allowing players to do that because to give the show, it's the show off. I understand that because people will go much crazier for a guy that skills everyone than for me. Guys, I do that tiki taka. Pass, 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 pass. Shoot, pass, pass, pass. Shoot. I don't usually do tricks. Sometimes I do the left stick dribbling. Sometimes I do that, but um, I don't do a lot of other tricks. I'm I'm not a skiller, and I do notice that a lot playing on elite. I find a lot, a lot, a lot of players that use skill moves, and I don't want. I'm if I want to improve, I'll have to do that. Mm-hmm. But for now, I'm sticking to my roots, and I'm playing real football. No, 
tiki-taka, counter-attacks. That's the way that I see. But if other people like to play with skill moves, hey, as long as you're happy and you're not a rat, which I hate, I hate rats in this game. As long as you do that, uh, be happy and do your own thing and have much success doing that. Fair enough, fair enough. Now, can you drop from Elite elite to Div 1 or do you stay in Elite? No. You stay for good. Uh, and does that add, SR ever hit like a, like uh, a bottom I, cap? I, no, there's no bottom. That I've noticed there's no bottom cap. And I'll have to... Uh, I was watching a Portuguese streamer the other day. Yeah, uh, I was watching him and I do agree with him. I think at least on Elite, there should be a bottom cap. And you should be allowed to drop from elite to division one. Mm. I think, and then you'd be able to go back to elite. Why is that? I, I'm playing with this a little bit. Um, and why is that? Because I think elite, and I'm putting myself in that bunch, okay? I think elite should be for the best. And if I'm not good enough to be on the elite division, even I should drop back to division one and try to go back into elite. I think there should be a limited number of elite players because I can play 10 games and get to elite and I'm an elite player. You can do 100 games and get to elite and you're also elite and you see you're the same level as me. But no, we're not the same level because I did elite in 10 games and you did elite in 100 games. Understand? I'm not saying that you're worse than me. I'm not. That's not what I'm trying to say. But... I, ha I would have more quality. I'm okay. I'm supposing this is a position. I'm not saying that's the fact. Uh, I think that elite should be really for the best of the best, which I don't consider me to be best of the best. There should be a limited number of elite players, and everyone else should be in lower divisions. Okay. So because if I arrive at the lower divisions, uh, sorry, if I arrive at the elite, I'll beat the guy that's after the, after me, and that guy is going to drop. And I, I like. Again, a ladder system, I would start going up. I don't think we should be all in the bunch because at the end, I don't consider elite to be the true, true elite because anyone can get in and stay there. If you could get in and get out, then elite would be the elite because only the best would be there. I don't know if, if I'm making sense with what I'm saying, but no, um, I get it. Yeah. You, you get it. I think, again, I think there should be allowed, even that, look, I'm telling you, the way I'm playing elite, I would have been kicked out of the elite because I'm not playing that well. Mm -hmm. But again, that's on me. It's not the game. It's not the connection. It's not the team. It's on me. I tend to stick to my way of playing. But if I, I have to improve the way that I play, not the tactics, but my vision, but it's the, uh, the skill moves. That's basically what I need to implement in my game. That I, stubborn as I am, I don't implement that. Mm -hmm. that, yeah, that's basically it. And how how many... You said you're rank 1 or rank 2? Two? 2, 2. Rank 2. But you get On pretty that. close to hitting rank 1? Uh, these past two weeks, um, I had problems um, reaching... I managed to get rank 2 right at the last game. Like really oh, hard see. matches. I see. But I think what's happening now is uh, people are starting to catch up because players obviously have an influence in the game. Um, like if you're a pro player, you can have the worst goal team and you'll beat me. Uh, mm -hmm. But people are saying, but uh, before these two weeks, I was, my first pick was ranked three because I was playing trash. Then I 
I adapted to the game again. But I, the other times, I was very close. Like I was one win away. But let's say when I lose a game, let's say I, I remember once I, I had like five games still left or something like that. And then I lost the game. I lost the game. I wouldn't be able. And I had still four games left. If I won all of them, I would be close. But I don't care to be close. I want to be there. I don't want to be close. So I just gave the wins away, and I ended the uh, I ended ended the this that weekend league with uh, like the fifty six points because gotcha. I gave wins again. But mm-hmm. I'm working. I'm working hard. I'm working hard to get to. I think I can get to rank one. Mm-hmm. Like again, I need to change my play style, but rank one is well well in reach of of my grasp when it comes to fifth level that one i know it is it's just a matter of improving the team a little bit uh, adjusting my my game style and i'll get there definitely yeah you just need to get 16 wins 16 yeah, out of just, 20 yeah is that it's like that like that it's 20 you know if it was 20 it would be much worse right but it's just 16 just 16. yeah yeah it seems like you're more than capable of doing it i I, I, I believe yeah now, you know um one one thing that uh, one of my most recent viewers uh, told me is that, uh, dude, I see you playing FIFA. You're a real Benfica man. You have trust in yourself. You know that you're capable. Because this this conversation came with, I was there's a penalty shootout, and I was defending. I was like, she's going left. I would go left and left. She's going right. I would go right. And I defended of the five. Uh, Shots, I defended like three of them, like and the two that I didn't defend. I guess the, the side, but I didn't get there on time. But uh, and uh, I was like my trust in the game, my my trust in my capability. That like I was I was reading that, and people could see that I was I was reading that. But I was playing really good FIFA. Like I, I was playing weekend league. I was destroying everyone in my my path, like three, four, five, zero. Like at the beginning of of the weekend league, of course. Then if, when you get to the higher ranks, you start getting tougher players. But right. uh, yeah. Hey, that's great, and I I hope you do get rank one this year. I'll, it's been. When I get that, uh-huh. I'll tag you. Okay. Yes, please tag me. Please do that. I'll retweet <laughs> it. I'll retweet it just for you. It's been an hour over an hour and thirty minutes. It's been that oh long. My God, it's, really? it's just time just flew. When we were talking to Fubu, so we'll we'll end it here. Fubu, I'd like to thank you so much for coming through and just sharing your experiences, sharing have, just everything. I have to thank about you about yourself. Uh, so, sorry if uh, sometimes it got at the start, especially if it got way too personal when talking about how things are going. I know that uh, uh, we wanted to talk about FIFA, and I feel like we ended up talking more about other stuff than FIFA. Uh, so uh, I just want to apologize if I took the conversation that way. But I oh, think no need to. No need to because uh, we we talk about anything here, man. It doesn't just have to be FIFA. We're open exactly, to talking exactly. about all sorts of stuff, man. There's no exactly. there's no limits to what we could talk about here. Um, but again, where can people find you? Just in case you have some viewers that don't know you. Okay, so you can. I'm Fubuari Seven on. Twitter, Twitch, Instagram. You also find me on Facebook, but I'm not very active on Facebook. You can send me a DM with any question about FIFA special investment, uh, about team building, wherever you want. You can send me that, and trust me, sooner or later I will reply to you guys because uh, 
I like to, part of this is interacting with everyone else and I love doing that. So if you want, you can find me there, DM me and I'll reply to you guys. Fantastic. And again, we'll leave the links in the description below so you guys can check him out. FUBU87, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll have another episode soon, possibly next week. Thank you guys.